Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Biden approves sending depleted uranium ammo to Ukraine, arms IPO hype questioned, value stocks in demand, arm aims for $47 to $51 per share in IPO, reach benefit from macro factors, Chinese companies seek deepfake approval, pharma performances, Lilly and Novo Nordisk lead while AstraZeneca and Roche lag, weekly ETF movers, UVXY, MSOS, and YOLO. Stay tuned after the short ad break to delve deeper into these headlines. The Biden administration intends to provide Ukraine with armor-piercing munitions that contain depleted uranium as part of a military aid package. These projectiles, when fired from U.S. Abrams tanks, have the potential to destroy Russian tanks. However, there are concerns regarding the health risks associated with the dust produced by depleted uranium. Additionally, the United States is expected to deliver Abrams tanks to Ukraine in the upcoming weeks. This decision follows an earlier approval for sending cluster bombs this year, which has faced criticism due to the danger they pose to civilians through unexploded shells. Arm Holdings, the British chip design unit owned by SoftBank, has filed for an initial public offering with an estimated valuation of approximately $60 billion. However, concerns have been raised by analysts regarding ARM's profitability and competition from other semiconductor companies. Despite these concerns, there is anticipated strong investor interest in the IPO, as major tech companies like Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft are reportedly considering investing. The IPO is viewed as a significant catalyst for U.S. markets. According to a recent survey conducted by Jefferies, it has been found that U.S. consumers are planning to increase their spending on back-to-school shopping this year in comparison to the previous year. The survey highlights that consumers are specifically inclined towards purchasing apparel, school, office supplies, and accessories. Almost half of the respondents expressed their intention to allocate more funds for these purchases, with inflation being identified as the primary driving factor behind this increased expenditure. Interestingly, higher-income consumers exhibit a greater willingness to spend more compared to lower-income consumers. This particular trend brings positive news for Nordstrom. Additionally, private label products have gained popularity due to inflationary pressures, benefiting retailers such as Walmart, Target, Costco, and Dollar General. Furthermore, off-price retailers like TJX Companies and Ross Stores are also expected to benefit from the current consumer inclination towards seeking deep value in their purchases. Lastly, both Amazon and Walmart are well-positioned in capturing a significant market share during this back-to-school season. Overall, these findings from the Jeffries survey shed light on U.S. consumer behavior regarding back-to-school shopping and provide insights into potential opportunities for various retailers in this market segment. Arm Holdings, the chip design unit owned by SoftBank, plans to seek $47 to $51 per share from investors in its upcoming IPO. This would value Arm at around $50 billion to $54 billion. SoftBank may adjust the range based on demand, but it is worth noting that this valuation is lower than what SoftBank paid for the company just last month. In fiscal 2023, Arm generated $2.68 billion in revenue, slightly down from the previous year's figure of $2.7 billion. REITs had a positive week, with major indices showing gains. 
the FTSE Nariat All Equity REITs Index rose by 1.63%, while the Dow Jones Equity All REIT Total Return Index increased by 1.68%. The S&P 500 also saw a rise of 2.5%. Office REITs were the top performers, up by 4.77%, followed by hotel REITs at 4.23%. Mortgage REITs jumped by 4.8% and timber REITs only saw a slight increase of 0.5%. Overall, positive macro factors and improved jobless claims contributed to the market's growth. Chinese tech giants Alibaba, Huawei, and other companies have submitted applications to China's technology regulator to develop and incorporate deepfake models. This move aligns with China's efforts to revitalize its struggling economy by relaxing restrictions on the technology industry. Baidu has also announced the public availability of its Ernie Generative AI chatbot, along with plans for new AI-native applications. These developments follow China's recent release of guidelines for managing generative AI services. The approval of these initiatives will introduce ChatGPT-style AI services to more than 1 billion internet users in China. Sales of diabetes and weight loss drugs have propelled Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk to become the top-performing pharmaceutical companies in August. Both companies released strong quarterly earnings, with Lilly surpassing expectations and increasing its full-year guidance, while Novo raised its 2023 sales outlook. Year-to-date, Lilly has seen a 53% increase in stock value, while Novo has experienced a 38% rise. On the other hand, AstraZeneca and Roche were the worst performers during this period. AstraZeneca is currently facing lawsuits due to adverse events associated with its COVID-19 vaccines. Johnson & Johnson, Novartis, and Moderna also had negative returns in terms of stock performance. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Daily Business and Finance Show. Stay informed, stay inspired, and we'll catch you next time. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Let's part ways for now, until tomorrow arrives. This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com.